0: On this week's show we're looking at everything to do with interest what it is how it works how it impacts us in a good way and a bad way and how we can take advantage of it. Interest is one of the most important things about our saving and arguably it's one of the most powerful tools within personal finance so have a listen to this week's show to understand it in great detail and as always guys if you have any questions or feedback you can get in touch with us via email or Instagram in the show notes below. MoneyEd is an education platform for young adults who want to better understand personal finance and gain greater confidence in managing their money. Each week we'll address the important topics within personal finance that really matter to you in an informative yet easy to listen to approach. The best way to improve your personal finance is through education and we want to provide a place where you can learn outside of the classroom, office or lecture hall. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Money Ed Podcast, season four, episode two. And this week, we are talking all about interest. Before we get into this week, I wanted to just briefly mention last week's show, and that was episode one of our newest series. And this was just basically us talking all about saving. And I was joined by David, the personal finance coach, and he shared some seriously, seriously great insight with us. And just, you know, got us thinking about the, the most important parts of saving and what we should really be thinking about when, you know, when we're, when we're kind of thinking about, you know, planning our saving. Um, so if you missed that one, I'll leave it a link in the show notes below. Um, it was really, really good. And, you know, again, I'll share David's um, like contact details, his socials, that sort of stuff, because he's he shares some really, really great stuff and he knows a lot. So absolutely give that one a listen. So this week we are looking at interest and interest is you know it's one of those things we always hear about uh, but it's all, often can be quite confused because you know there's interest that you gain through saving so you earn you earn interest but you also can lose or have to pay interest you know through borrowing so you know bank as a lot of us know already know banks make up make their money from using our money you know so our deposits they use to provide money for people to borrow um, it's effectively called a reward for us using their services you know, so we get given interest as a reward, you know, for keeping our money with them. Um, but I think it's quite funny to <laughs> to call it uh, call it a reward at the moment, given that you know interest rates for earning and saving are so low. But anyway, so we all know that we earn, we are paid, or earn a set percentage on the money that you hold in our account. I know this can be anywhere from 0.1%, which are you know most of the current rates um up to you know it's been kind of 10-15% in years gone by Uh, I certainly wasn't alive when it was like that but um it has been in the past so just for a simple example and you know just to you know get your guys brain thinking a little bit um if you're earning 5% interest on a thousand pounds in a saving account that means at the end of the year you're going to have 1050 pounds because you just simply add 5% of 1,000 onto it, and that's what you've earned. So the bank have said, you know, for keeping your money with us, we're going to give you a 5% bonus, simply for having our money, which is great. You know, if you're earning 5% just for your money, sitting in your account and doing nothing, that's great. Unfortunately, currently, that is not the... uh, you know what's going on um as many of you know given our current situation say you know this savings rates are incredibly incredibly low um and you know my HSB current current account earns zero percent my savings account earns probably one percent out of maximum i don't even know what it is at the moment but i i don't pay a lot of attention to it because for the last few years interest rates have been so low simply put um and as many of you know, the percentage rate can also vary depending on the account you're holding. Um, but I'm not going to spend too much time going to separate accounts because that is for next week. All you need to know right now and all you need to think about is interest is simply money that we earn. When it comes to saving, interest is money that we earn for keeping our money in the account. But most of us know that already. So let's talk about what influences interest. I think whichever account you hold your money with the institution will be the one who decides the interest rate on the account at the end of the day so for example hsbc barclays monzo hoggies lansdowne you know it doesn't have to just have to be banks there are a number of institutions that decide what interest you earn on the money you save and of course within those institutions within, within those separate banks you can have different accounts which earn different amounts of money you know, for example, again, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but you'll have an easy savings account, which may earn 1%, but you may have a different, a fixed savings account, which may earn 2%. And there are loads of, you know, terms and conditions as to why these are different. But as I said, I'm not going to go into that today. I'm not, I don't want to talk about different accounts. I solely want to focus on interest. So we know that banks offer different accounts with different rates, but where do banks, you know, decide, How do they decide what the rate is going to be? And that comes from what's known as the base rate. And the base rate is the interest rate set by the Bank of England, which is, you know, our central bank. The Bank of England set this rate eight times a year. And this will be based on a number of factors. But the main point and the main reason they change the interest, the base rate, is to uh, kind of manage inflation. And I touched on it briefly last week with David, but inflation is simply the increase in the price of goods or services. And it's also the decrease in your money's ability to buy something. So for example, if inflation is at 2%, which is the Bank of England's target, a good, let's say a bag of crisps, will increase in price 2% over the set period, over the the period of time that they um, count it. Inflation is measured by what's called the consumer price index which is a which is a basket of goods which the um, which the government used to m- measure how much uh, inflation is increasing by and this can include food groceries you know TVs uh, all sort like all sorts of things a- anything you think you'd buy like computers phones that sort of thing and so what happens is as goods increase in price you um, inflation increases and so the job of the Bank of England is to manage inflation and their target their inflation target is two percent so they want goods to increase every year by two percent however if this inflation rate you know changes so for example if it goes to five percent the Bank of England can use a number of tools in which to try to bring that down and one of those tools is uh, the interest rates. So they will increase or decrease the base rate based on their attempts to increase or decrease inflation. And all you guys have to remember and all you have to think about is that as inflation decreases, the government or the Bank of England will also decrease interest rates. And vice versa, as the inflation rate increases, the Bank of England will equally increase interest rates. And the reason they do this is because when there are lower interest rates, people like you and me, we're encouraged to spend more. And that's because in our savings accounts, we don't get as much, we don't get as much reward for saving. So we're encouraged to go out and spend it and invest it. Likewise, businesses also need to spend, they need to invest. And a lot of the time they borrow money. So when there's a lower interest rate, businesses are encouraged and are more likely to borrow money, you know, take out loans because the cost of loans are so much lower and this means that inflation will increase. So that is simply and very, and I mean, very, very simply explaining how interest rates increase inflation. And so again, I, d- I don't want to delve into inflation too much because it's really, really boring. And I don't think you need to worry too much about it. You, I think you should know about it, but I don't think you need to worry about it because ultimately, if you um, understand personal finance, you understand that all you need to do is make sure your saving, your investing beats the rate of inflation because inflation essentially um, eats away at the value of your money. Because if you kept cash under your bed for 30 years, that cash is going to lose value because the cost of goods increases every year. So what that you know money under your bed could have bought 20 years ago would not be able to buy the same amount today. And that's essentially the, 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 the effects of inflation. But going back to interest and kind of circling that all, the Bank of England will increase or decrease the interest rates based on what they want to achieve with their inflation. So currently, as we all know, the base rate is at its lowest ever rate it's ever been. So it's at 0.1%. And this is a number of reasons simply because first of all, it encourages us to spend and you know keep the economy going because we all know that the economy is taking a massive hit. As in, in last month it fell 20% in terms of growth. But also last month we saw that inflation had fallen to 0.5%. So what the Bank of England are doing to try and increase that inflation rate and increase the the rate at which goods and services increase in price, they are saying to us to basically go out and spend. They're saying, you know, the interest rates are so low right now. You know, borrow money, invest. You know, go and go and spend, boost the economy. So I think it is important to understand the relationship between inflation and interest and it does I think help you see the big picture a little bit more Um, but going back to you know how it impacts us so as we all currently know interest is very low interest are very low right now you know 0.1% is the base rate and most savings accounts aren't earning more than 1% in interest Uh, because inflation is only at 0.5% that means in real terms we are, our money isn't losing value, but it's only increasing by 0.5%. And so, how you work out, you know, the value of interest in real terms is you simply subtract the inflation rate from your in- bank's interest rate, and that will give you the increase or decrease of the value of your money in real terms. Because, as I said, you know, if the price of goods are increasing by 0.5% every year, and your money in your account is only increasing by 1%. That means instead of earning 1% a year you're really earning only 0.5% because that money can only buy so much of, you know, a good or service. And if that's really confusing I do apologize, you know I've tried to break it down as simply as possible and there is a lot more that, you know, plays into kind of inflation and interest and, you know, why those are decided but Hopefully that's given you a bit of an understanding of the relationship between the two. Um, I'll try and share some good uh, links in the description below, which should help you further explain um, inflation interest in their relationship. But now let's move on because I don't want to talk about inflation interest all day because I, I'm, you know, it's not very fun. So now that we've understood, you know, how and why interest rates are decided by banks, by the Bank of England, and how you can kind of calculate the effect of inflation on the earning power of your money let's talk about one of the most uh, important things uh, within interest and that is compounding interest and i'm sure many of you know what compounding interest is you know personal finance people podcasts instagram pages we bang on about it all the time but it is one of the most important concepts within personal finance and within saving and, you know, Albert Einstein actually called it the eighth wonder of the world. So what is compound interest? So simply put, compound interest is interest earned on top of interest. Over one year, we all know a 5% interest rate doesn't earn you that much. So as I said earlier, if you have £1,000 in your account, you'd have £1,050 at the end of the year. But what if you earn 5% every year for 20 or 30 years? This is where the idea of compound interest comes in and just some pre warning. I am going to do some maths now. So um, if like me, you struggle with it, you know, take your time, pause it, get a notepad out, write stuff down. It will help you quite a lot. I think because you don't, you don't want to rush this. You really want to understand this cause it is super beneficial. So take your time, pause it as much as you need. And hopefully I explained it as easily as possible. So with simple interest, you earn 50 pounds every year and that adds up. So after 20 years, you would have £2,000 from your initial £1,000 investment. And the way you work that out is you do £1,000 plus 50 times 20 years. And 50 times 20 is 1,000, so that gives us 1,000 plus 1,000 after 20 years is 2,000. But with compound interest, the 5% interest is earned on all the money you accumulate every year. Simply put, as I said at the start, it is interest earned on interest. So, as we just mentioned, after the first year of saving your money in a five percent savings account, you will earn £1,050. That is simply five percent of £1,000. In the second year though, instead instead of earning another five percent on the £1,000, you'd actually earn five percent on the already accumulated £1,050. So after year two, instead of having £1,100, you would have £1,102.50. And simply what you do is you times... 1,050 by 5% or 1.05 to give you the next number. So again, instead of earning 1,100 pounds, you would earn an extra £2.50 because of compound interest. And I know what you're thinking, an extra £2.50 a year isn't that much. Um, But the power of compounding really starts to take effect over the long term. So as I said before, you know, if you're saving 5% every year for 20 years, the difference honestly is massive. So after 20 years of compounding a savings account, 5%, it would mean you'd earn £2,653. That's £653 more if you simply just added £50 to that account every year, which is simple interest. But what's even more important to remember is that the chance of you only saving £1,000 and leaving it for the rest of your life is very small. You know for most of us and as we spoke about last week we'll add money into our account each month and we'll build that up. So it's more likely you're not just going to have a thousand pounds growing at five percent you're going to start with a thousand pounds but actually each year you're going to be adding more money and each year you're going to be that interest is going to be increasing because the, because the value of which is in your savings account interest, that means the amount of interest you earn will also increase. So let's say each year you save £2,000 into an account with, you know, simple interest. And if you didn't want to use, or I say don't want to, if you didn't know what compound interest is, you would just have £2,000 added to your account each year. And that after after 20 years, that would be £40,000. 20 years times £2,000. Okay but because of compound interest if you start with a thousand pounds and if you add two thousand pounds every year in a five percent interest earning account you will have earned an extra thirty thousand pounds if you hadn't had the benefits of compounding interest and you don't have to do anything with compound interest you simply just have to leave it in your account and the money will do the work for you and that's like the most important part of compounding interest is that you don't have to do anything. You don't have to be clever with where you're saving your money. You have to put it in an account and the interest and your money is going to do the work for you. I've tried to you know, go into as much detail as possible while also keeping it as simple as possible. Um, As I say, go back and listen to it if you are still a bit confused, but I will equally share a link to a video I watched, which I found super, super useful when I was first trying to understand compound interest. So, you know, we've looked at one of the most important parts of earning interest now, but what's important to remember here is that compounding interest really is a long-term game, and I think that's what we have to understand You know, on our personal finance journeys and on our saving and investing journeys. Interest and all its benefits has the biggest impact over the long term, and I think that's why it's important to be discussing it over a whole episode, because once you get your head around it, you really understand how simple it is to earn money. And the wealthiest people in the world understand this and that's why they keep their wealth and that's why they increase their wealth because they understand the importance of compounding interest. And, you know, compounding interest doesn't just work in savings accounts. It applies to investing as well. If you're earning 8 or 10% a year in an investment account, that is going to exponentially increase your money if you had just left it on the side doing nothing in like a... And a current account which currently earns me 0.1 percent if I just had my money in that account it wouldn't it w- I wouldn't be putting it to work I wouldn't I wouldn't be benefiting from compound interest but let's get back to it and you know carry on with my interest because while it's is important to understand compound interest and saving it's equally important to understand the risks of compounding interest and especially when borrowing money because yes saving money with compound interest is great but we also have to understand that it works against us as well. And, you know, it wouldn't be right to talk about compound interest and not talk about the inherent risks of it. So much like when you save, you know, interest interest compounds on the money borrowed as well. So what could be a small amount of money borrowed, if not managed well or paid off appropriately, you can actually end up paying a lot more. So you do need to be careful. Compounding interest on borrowed money is terrible, terrible, terrible for your debts. So to understand compound interest, you have to understand that it does have its negatives as well when it comes to borrowing money. So what can we do? I think, unfortunately, we can't change the Bank of England to increase the base rate. You know, we currently have very low interest rates at the moment, as I said at the start of the show. So for now, it's going to remain low, and it's likely to remain low for a while. And as I said at the start, that's simply because the bank of england and the government want to encourage the economy to grow and we need it. they want inflation they want prices to increase and the way they do that is through lower interest rates so first of all what you can do and as we discussed on the show last week is you can shop around for different accounts with better savings rates and next week i'm going to go into detail about the different accounts and how they um, how they have different interest rates and why they have different rates, and the ones that you can benefit from the most based on your circumstance. Um, but again, you're likely to yield quite low results. You know, you won't find many accounts earning anywhere higher than 2.5%, and that comes with a load of terms and conditions. Your simple interest savings, easy savings accounts are going to be earning about 1% at the moment, which is. I mean, my yeah, my HSBC savings account is literally like 0.65%. It is so bad, um, but that's not an issue for me. You know, I'm not I'm not currently in my uh, long-term saving phase. I'm trying to build up my emergency fund, so interest for me isn't my most important thing at the moment. It's more about safety and access. So, if you want to benefit from increased earnings rates and you have a large amount of savings and you're wondering what can I do with it. You know how can I put it to work and it's money you're not going to touch for a long time right now my personal opinion and I think the opinion of a lot of people is investing and this is a saving series so I'm not going to delve into in- investing until series five which is when I'm gonna you can ask me all your questions about investing and all of that and for now that's just my general opinion I think savings accounts simply having them in your savings account it just doesn't earn you enough money and if you want to build wealth if you want to generate kind of and grow your wealth investing in it is a good way um but again that comes with its risks and we will discuss those in the future weeks but what i would say is before you ever think about saving for things or investing ensure that you have an emergency fund set aside and we spoke about this last week in so much detail david called you know coined it the bread and butter of personal finance you need to have Uh, an emergency fund save for you and the thing with an emergency fund is it doesn't have to earn interest it doesn't have to earn a lot of interest you need it for when times are tough and you need easy access and you need it available immediately for if something goes wrong so when it comes to your emergency fund interest should not play a part it shouldn't have any influence however when it comes to your larger savings goals that's where you need to start thinking about interest you need to start thinking about thinking longer term, thinking about the powers of compound interest and how money can work for you. And that's the most important part of this is interest allows money to work for you. It allow And compounding interest, all that jazz, it means that you are earning money with not having to do anything. You're earning money from leaving it in the correct account or leaving it in the correct investments or whatever it is. And that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of compound interest. And unfortunately, not enough people understand that, and not enough people realize that. And I think honestly, it's because a lot of people struggle to think long term. I struggle to think long term. Uh, only the last kind of year or so, when I've gotten the fact that I've gotten into personal finance, I've started to think longer term about my savings plans and what I want money to do for me. Um, because we just think, we think about the here and now. You know, that's just society as is at the moment. And I'm sure a lot of you can. Are nodding your head agreeing with that but i'm sure a lot of you are probably also disagreeing and saying you know i do think long term and if you do that's great and if you've already started thinking about long term then you should really you probably know this stuff already um but for a lot of people who have just started off in their careers and have just started thinking about saving these are the sorts of th- questions you need to ask these are the sorts of things you need to know about if you want to not only generate wealth but also build your wealth and help it grow with you know as much ease as possible you know if you're working a full nine-to-five job if you're doing uh, however many hours it is if you're working so much overtime you don't want to be also then thinking about oh how am I going to make my money work for me if you put it in the right accounts, if you benefit you can benefit from compound interest and the money will work for you and that's the beauty of it as I've said before so to summarize you know understanding interest understanding compound interest understanding how interest and inflation work it's not going to make you a millionaire, but it's going to help you save money and earn money and make your money work for you better than if you didn't know about it. So that's it for this week, guys. You know, it's not a long episode. It's not a long show. It doesn't have to be long because understanding interest doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be difficult. You know, I you don't need to be a kind of a economics graduate from Oxford to understand interest and to understand the power of it. What I hope this episode has done is made you think about it more, has made you understand how powerful it can be, how powerful compound interest can be. But most importantly, and I think within personal finance, it's to get you thinking longer term. It's to get you thinking, you know, how can my money work for me? And look, you know, as I said before, and I'll say it again, interest is always going to be a part of our lives, whether it's low, whether it's high it's always going to be an important part of personal finance. And that's why I wanted to dedicate a whole episode to it because it's a massive part of saving. You know, a lot of people choose their savings accounts based on the interest they earn because they want to generate money. But I think at the moment, it's difficult to do that when everything and when interest in general is so low. But perhaps you're at the start of your saving journey. And so interest is a new concept to you. Um, If that's the case, I would... You know, implore you to go listen to other shows about interest and saving in general. Um, I would uh, kind of encourage you to go and read more about it and really understand the dynamics of it all. Um, I will definitely share uh, content on in the show notes below of good videos and places to find, but also on my Instagram page this week, I will be always updating it with places I think you can learn more about interest because if you do want to understand it more and you know really kind of get into the intricacies of it all it you know is quite interesting um and especially if you want to kind of understand more how it how it plays a bigger role in society and kind of how it impacts you know our day-to-day lives and its relationship with inflation and things like that because there is a lot more to it and i've tried to break it down and simplify it as much as possible but there is a lot more to it so that's all i say guys but as always guys i hope you found this show um interesting interesting lol apologies i I I had to do that at least once in the show um but oh i actually hate that i just did that but i'm not going to delete it anyway yeah i hope you guys enjoyed it as always you can find links to everything we've discussed in the show notes below including our email address and instagram handle where you can get in touch with us next week's episode is going to be dedicated to looking at the different savings accounts and savings vehicles we can use Uh, in order to look after our money and you know we'll be talking about things like savings pots in monzo and starling all the way to our traditional savings accounts at you know our high street banks and this will give you an idea of kind of what sorts of products are out there if you weren't really sure and you want to kind of make the most of your money um this is the one to listen to and we'll be discussing you know each account in detail and looking at the t's and c's and hopefully trying to help you guys understand which savings account is good you know for which you know circumstance and kind of what kind of part of your life you're in so i would definitely check that one out i think it's gonna be really really good but as always guys um and finally if you enjoy the show this week you know let us know via instagram or email you know any of our contact details And if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a review. You know, the more the more reviews we get, uh, the higher in the charts we go, and then more people will be able to hear my lovely voice, and will be able to understand interest, understand saving, understand the management of our outgoings, and everything we've discussed before. So as always, guys, stay safe, keep spending, keep saving, keep doing what you are doing, and I will chat to you next week.